0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss deep fakes, play dates, and umbrellas. I don't waste one minute get right into it all right ryan we're back it's more it's the beginning of memorial day weekend my favorite holiday uh of may I had no
1: idea. I well I was walking through the park by work yesterday. There was yeah. all these little flags that were in the lawn, and I thought like, God, nationalism is out of control. And now yeah, that you, you told are. me it's Memorial Day weekend, I realize it was for dead people. <laughs>
0: You're like, this is no. Uh Memorial Day is a great day. It's a federal holiday in the United States for remembering and honoring people who have died while serving the United States Armed Forces. I think it's a great holiday given what's uh given what's going on with the Prez, because he sucks and definitely did not do anything in terms of public service, uh, or service. In yeah. The happy military. Memorial
1: day weekend. Bone spurs.
0: He's like, literally uh, the thing with him is he's like, I'm going to pardon a guy who, um, what was the thing I saw? He's pardoning some war criminals, some like army, like people who were like put in jail by the army, by the military for doing like heinous shit. Like they were in Iraq and they were like sniping children from like a, uh, from like a bell tower or something like completely outrageous they went off the deep end he's like we should pardon them
1: it's like america at its greatest
0: that's the wrong message it is like for for soldiers everywhere i think that's the i think most soldiers would be like that's not what we actually want like we're not trying to like it's not like there's a blanket like all soldiers are just fucking great i'm sure soldiers are like there's some shitty ass soldiers anyhow let's get on to let's talk about the real stuff okay okay let's talk about this nancy pelosi deep fake
1: <laughs> no like no, no this no, is no. the purpose sorry is- what deep fake no. implies that it was done with any skill or yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, people are like people I said, first of all like we need a vhs to- edit. no this is
0: this is like this is like when people are like hover started talking about hoverboards and it's like oh, yeah. it's like a it's like a fucking uh horizontal skateboard like or whatever it is or it's like you can like it's like a segue with no handlebars like that's not it does not like if we're going to call things hoverboards, they need to actually do the thing that we're talking about, which is hover. Right.
1: You know, for but an entire generation of kids that have never seen back to the future two that that's what a hoverboard is.
0: It's so fucking annoying, but okay. So this Nancy Pelosi video, it's like, by the way, perfect intersection of this for this podcast. It's like uh political, I'm political politically outrage and also technology. But um, it is a video of Nancy Pelosi talking that has been slowed down. That's it. It's not a deep fake. They didn't, it's not fucking hacked. It's not like they – it's like manipulate. People are like manipulated. It's they like, yeah, they played on it
1: DLC on – They, they played it on so like,
0: like 1.5. <laughs> yeah, they're like – there's a 0.5 like speed or 0. 0.75 speed or whatever. But the funny thing is like this video is identical to a classic old school internet meme, which is drunk Jeff Goldblum, which is a Jeff Goldblum ad for Apple. I think it's from like 1997 or 1999 or something. And somebody took it and they slowed it down a little bit. And he sounds completely wasted because Jeff Goldblum sounds weird when he talks anyhow. And this is the same thing about Nancy Pelosi. You could take any video of Nancy Pelosi. She has a, her voice, if you slow it down, is going to sound, she's going to sound fucked up.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, she also has like weird political cadence, which is like, we as a society need to and then you throw the yeah. down and it's like we as a society yeah, but fucking slow
0: down Trump. I mean, Trump doesn't even need to be slowed down. I mean, the funny thing about Trump is like he sounds completely <laughs> like off his meds and fucking wasted all the time when he's giving normal speeches. This literally just happened yesterday. And people are like people are like, Well, that's Trump. You'll let Trump be Trump. And it's like, Yeah, no, this guy's on fucking drugs. And That's probably so
1: funny to see him make fun of someone else's speaking because, like, he has never given one good speech.
0: <laughs> he can't even. He can't even finish a sentence. I've never heard Trump actually finish a sentence. No,
1: they all run on. His State of the Union was like, and many people are saying and he like interrupts thought- himself.
0: It's like he's debating himself. Yeah. He's like, you know, they say that we've done the greatest. Well, you know, some people say it. You know, it's actually, you know, people have been saying, oh, the government is better than ever. It's like, what do you what's the point here? What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyhow, this is all a bunch of bullshit. And honestly, if anybody watches this video and is like, oh, Nancy Pelosi first off, also, whatever, who cares if Nancy Pelosi's drunk? I mean, honestly. Honestly, let
1: Nancy Pelosi get drunk. She's she
0: probably needs a fucking drink after what she's going through. Uh, also, like, I'm sorry, we have the most incompetent the most incompetent most deranged person running the country there's like I, I, the idea that um the idea that like a drunk nancy pelosi somehow is like an inflection point that like a drunk democrats are going to be like oh my god what, what's going on with our party it's like there is no person who watches the drunk nancy pelosi video who is going to be like i was thinking about voting against trump but now that i've seen drunk nancy pelosi it's changed my whole attitude
1: well it's 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 playing off of their hillary playbook which was like hillary tripped one time she has like mesothelioma and leukemia (laughs) and she's
0: dying i think at the the base of it all the important thing that we remember is that this is just rampant unbridled sexism yeah and that like the the most important thing to
1: know is that women shouldn't have power
0: yeah the idea of like the periods (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the idea of a woman being in power is so frightening to rep- rep- all Republicans, men and women, which is fucking insane, um, that they have to, like, invent diseases for them, basically, you know? Okay, anyhow, let's get into this. I mean, this is there's nothing to say except everybody's stupid and the world needs to end as soon as humanly possible. But if that doesn't happen, we got to talk about some other stuff.
1: All right, so let's talk about the play date.
0: Oh, the Playdate. Yeah, this is interesting. So the um the company I Panic. I have, have it. So okay, let's talk about this for a second. There's a company called Panic. They make they they're okay. Panic's history. My memory is that Panic's history was they made like icon sets, so you could like theme your Mac. And then they started making like they made like an FTP client, and then they made like hold on, what are the the Coda, which is like a um, web editor. Yeah, then they made Transmit, which is a file transfer thing. They made all these like weird apps. Then they made started making games, and they made Firewatch, which is a great game. Uh, And they're making a game called Untitled Goose Game. Here's the description: It's a a lovely morning in the village, and you are a horrible goose. So it looks so
1: good. I'm sorry, the trailer for that game is incredible. It's like a
0: goose. It's like a goose is harassing people. I guess. Yeah, you're the goose, and you just
1: ruin everything. (laughs) So they. So
0: then the the, uh, yesterday Thursday of. of this week they introduced this uh handheld game system which is called the playdate which looks like a game boy and but like a yellow squash game boy but it has a crank on the side it has a thing you pull out and you crank which i have to say i'm not interested in it at all and i think really disgusting i i I, don't- I
1: actually really like the idea because if you think about input systems in games like you need for example you need two sticks to control an f a first-person shooter because you need to control those axes but so many of those like game boy style like pocket 2d games go forward or back they don't have anything else there so a crank as an input method kind of makes sense i don't know i'm just like it just feels to me like how are you going to do anything else if you're
0: cranking and uh you know it's fine whatever i think it'll be interesting I like I like the idea of a new I mean I can imagine. Well, so things, we okay. should
1: say they're selling this for 149 and you get the device and then there's a season of games so that every week for twelve weeks you get a new game by a known developer. Um, but it's a surprise.
0: Yeah, I mean I think um I think it's look, it sounds like a cool idea. It's a different idea. It's new. It's weird. It's exciting. It's like, you know, I think there's an, I think there's, I'm happy. Maybe the crank is awesome. I will say like, certainly there's games I play. Like you play games all the time where you're, you're like, you need to like hit a button really fast or whatever. And like, it could be cool where like, instead of doing that, you're doing, you know, you're cranking this thing. It is, it's a black and white screen from what I understand. Right. It's like, yeah. Um, it is, uh, you know, I don't know what's I don't know what the internals are like, but it's fucking cool looking. And listen, I'm a sucker for any weird little Yeah, I like, want single, stuff to be weirder. Device.
1: I want more like original games, and obviously I love handheld yeah. gaming, so like I'm going to buy this immediately.
0: Yeah, this is this is like the um also they designed it with um Teenage Engineering, which is like my favorite one of my favorite tech companies of like the past fucking 50 years. I mean, Teenage Engineering is an awesome company. They designed the crank with them apparently. Um Or they designed the whole thing with them, which is not surprising because it looks like something that comes from the teenage, teenage engineering folks who are geniuses when it comes to industrial design, in my opinion, Um, truly on the cutting edge in a way that like Apple and Google and other people couldn't even fucking hope to be. Um, And uh, anyhow, so it's very cool. I like it. I'll definitely buy one. There's no pre order yet, right? You can just like get notified.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, I guess it's going to be on the cover of Edge magazine, which still exists. And is published like in print. Apparently, I don't know. So it's cool. I'm into it. I love all weird. This is. It's like the um, this is the uh, BlackBerry Passport of handheld game systems. It literally has the same kind of form factor. It's like wide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I. I. This, I, this also I, makes me again want to buy the passport. Which is. Is it still sitting in my cart? Let me check it out.
1: I am really excited about it, just because I really enjoy. Handheld stuff, but also, like, I love the idea of, like, the problem, I think, with video games recently has been, like, you can do anything, you could make anything, and so developers make either everything, or, like, they shoot in one direction that hasn't, like, been refined yet, and I really like the idea of putting limits on... People's creativity like I think you Get your most creative with hard limitations And something with like a black and white Screen and no Multiplayer and like no You're not going to be watching like videos on it Kind of tickles my brain in a way and, and like the crank is like a fun variable to throw in for them to be creative with and I I don't know like something about it like I really love the philosophy behind it because you don't need more than those things to make something really fun so if you're a great developer and you can make a great game for this you wouldn't need like triple a um, special effects and like voice acting and all these like you know cutscenes that sell the game I, I don't know. It really like comes, it, it gets to the idea of what I really like about gaming and creativity. Hmm. And I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to buy it. What, if all the games suck, I will have eaten 150 bucks.
0: But do you think all the games are going to suck? I mean, is there any reason why?
1: No, I don't know. I, I assume they won't, but you know, they could also be super short side projects for one person at that, you know, publisher or whatever. So,
0: right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 Cautiously interested. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic. I'm gonna buy it. I will I will say. Um so okay, what else is going on? So that's there's that. We're doing it. We're both buying it. Yeah. Um that's a fact.
1: Game of Thrones ended and Westworld oh, yeah. season three trailer dropped in the it, within moments of each other.
0: Let's talk about this for a second. Let's get real. <laughs> game let's of get Thrones real for a
1: second. I'm sorry, game of like lost its own plot. <laughs>
0: Game of Thrones... Look, I, I thought the final episode was great. They were like... First off, I mean, they, look, I think the plot was thrown out this season. I mean, they were just like, we just got to wrap this up, whatever it takes. We got to get to the Star Wars project. They're like, let's just get out of here. How do we get out of this fucking thing? Um, no, really. I mean, that's what it felt like. They're like, let's just let's kill some characters. I know, characters. but you're like,
1: it was great.
0: <laughs> no, but the final episode was great. Here's why. Everybody was like, who's going to... John's going to die. Danny's going to die. Arya's going to die. And it's like like within the first half an hour they had killed off by the way spoilers okay if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it just please watch the episode and then come back to the podcast um you know Jon Snow kills uh, Daenerys like within 30 minutes of the first of the of the final episode it's like that's it he kills her then you're like oh shit it's going to go down and then they're like fade to black and it's like they don't tell you but it's like several weeks later or several months later it's unclear really Um, And they're like doing some like bureaucratic stuff where they're like, well, we don't have a king. We don't have a queen. Everybody's mad. Like, what should we do? And they've got like a quorum of people who like many of them are totally insignificant characters that we haven't seen for several seasons or like at all. And they're like, what should we do about not having a king? And they go through like a few minutes of bureaucracy and then Tyrion has a plan. And then like they wrap it up in an extremely weird, like, way that where everybody kind of gets what they want oh also they named brand king which is like which is like i thought brand was like gonna go on a fucking vision quest i I thought thought he was was
1: an amazon alexa i thought he was wikipedia he's like i don't want anymore and then they're like but do you want to be king and he's like well that's what i came here for it's like it's like it's like
0: (laughs) brand the whole show has been like increasingly like he's like he's like okay he's like dr manhattan in Watchmen. he's like I'm no longer a part of your world. Your human problems don't don't seem interesting to me. I'm like on another fucking level. I'm like the history of all like humanity and this like world. And I have to protect it. Now I'm a Raven or whatever. And then at the end they're like, would you, would we be King? And he's like, that sounds good.
1: It's like, I, but don't, I don't understand wh- even the killing of Danny because Tyrion's like, you have to kill her. You would be the best royal. You should lead us, John. Yeah. You're amazing. Like if you yeah. can take her out, you could lead us into an amazing future. And then he's like, okay, and he kills her, and they're like, you killed her. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I think that, to the Night Guard or whatever. The night.
0: Guard. I mean, what's weird is that Grey Worm, like Grey Worm's like just fucking straight up assassinating people in the streets. But like when when after Daenerys gets killed. You think he would, you think John would have been immediately killed? Yeah. Like, that's my feeling is, like, he's going to be immediately killed. And yet, he's not immediately killed. He is, like, I don't know. They put him in prison, basically. So, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, yeah,
1: it wasn't good. I, I can't, you can, you can say what you want, but it was a painful experience. I liked it. it I enjoyed it. was a painful it. experience.
0: I loved it actually. And I thought it was great. And it ripped and it ruled. And it was very it's just like I actually what I like about it, I think more than anything, is that it just didn't do what anybody expected it to do. It was like it just did something super weird. And you, that's you what I like about it. You guys thought
1: we'd zig, and in fact we zzzz exploded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't actually
0: they didn't zig or zag. They were like, We're actually I don't know what the I don't know what that would be, but they didn't do it. I mean they did they did something else. It would
1: be electing Wikipedia
0: yeah all right but did you watch the westworld trailer yeah okay so let's just talk about the westworld trailer so first off they're doing a full-on leftovers from what i can tell they're doing a leftovers thing with the westworld with westworld which is like they're like wow this shit's kind of like not working season one was pretty interesting but people got disappointed with it then season two was a clusterfuck and now we need to kind of take a different approach for season three so aaron paul is now like in the show seems like he has a pretty major role um, all I can tell you is this. The trailer for the new season of Westworld features the song Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. And uh I don't think it's an accident. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's an accident. And I don't think they're just doing it because they listen to our podcast. I think they're winking at us and they're saying, yes, they're on the moon.
1: They're on the moon. No, I watched the trailer, um,
0: Wow, okay, you're not even going to engage with me on that. <laughs> you're
1: not on the moon. I watched a trailer.
0: What do you mean? Why do you think they're not on the moon?
1: Because we've already seen that they're, like, we've seen continents and that they're on Earth.
0: What do you, actually, is that name that's on Dark Side of the Moon? What is the name of the song?
1: That's the name of the record. All right. Well, I watched it not knowing what it was because I watched it on HBO like right before Game of Thrones aired, so it wasn't. Yeah, like a I YouTube didn't see clip. that because
0: I watched I watched it at this show on demand, so I was like, whoa, like um, it
1: wasn't like a YouTube clip where it's like labeled or that I knew what it was. So while I was watching it, I was like, I would watch this show. This show looks good. What is this show? And then it was revealed to be Westworld season three. So it's truly, I think, going to try to start completely over and like be a good show as opposed to like what it was. But I don't know that that's going to like sway the game of Thrones audience back to HBO or whatever.
0: Yeah. So the song is actually called brain damage. Okay. By the way, um, which is interesting given the context of the, of what's going on so in the they're show. Not
1: on the moon. They have brain. Damage. Well, I think
0: they have brain damage and they're on the, the on the moon. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It looks. I'll say this: like, I'm ready for Westworld to do a hard pivot to something that I'm not annoyed by every week. Mm -hmm. Um, If they can do it, I'd be surprised. But then again, it happened with the leftovers. The leftovers was like absolutely unwatch. Well, it was like hate watchable in season one, and then season two and three were like some of the finest television ever created. Um, So, if they can do that, I'd be very interested and excited to check it out. Uh, But um, I don't know.
1: Did you watch the new also, episode I, of The Handmaid's Tale?
0: I don't watch The Handmaid's Tale. I stopped watching after season <laughs> one. making a joke I'm, about
1: how we looked out the window and there's The Handmaid Jumper.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. No, this is good. Somebody had a tweet. They were like, um, I thought that somebody was, you know, for, first off, we're living in a fucking hell world where like abortion rights are being completely taken away from from women all over the country. Um and the uh, you know freedom to to choose what happens with their body is being taken away from them, which is literally literally the plot of the Handmaid's. Yeah,
1: stuff. if the, if the um, listener hasn't heard, everyone hates women. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, apparently America is not a safe place for women. But um, the uh, somebody did a tweet and they're like, I saw a woman dressed in a Handmaid's Tale costume um, who was about to jump off a building. And so I called the police and it's like, he has like, there's like a shot of like really far away and you're like, oh yeah, there's totally like a woman dressed as a, in a handmaid's tail outfit about to like commit suicide, which is like, I think given everything that's going on, like it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, that's right. That would happen now. Anyhow, um, they sent the police and the police went up and it's like an umbrella. (laughs) It's like a patio umbrella with a white cap. (laughs) a red patio umbrella the white cap it looks exactly like the handmaid's tail outfit and then um jack our designer was like uh that's in the fucking building right next to you know our new we have two offices but the the bustle office where we're spending a you know a lot of time it's lit that fucking thing is literally right next to it <laughs> it's like it's like you could you could almost reach out and touch it it's so close so it's really interesting because like you know it's like a meme and it's like wow it's like you know, it's like alien to you because it's like a thing that you you can't. It's not in your actual world. It's just something you're seeing in this like third party kind of way. And uh, it was a uh, it was uh, right, right next to us, so I took a picture of it. I took a picture of it. and I tweeted it, and it's actually got several hundred likes. Um, we get it. Everyone loves is, you. No, actually, that's not true. <laughs> and in fact, I think Twitter is like kind of over. I mean, I anything if anything, I think Twitter is like no one's using it. And people are like, I know that Trump complained to Jack Dorsey that he was like losing followers. I think everybody's losing followers on Twitter.
1: Certainly the Krasensteins,
0: <laughs> the Krasensteins are out. <laughs> They're fucking done. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's dark.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, I tw- with, I, I with
0: Twitter. use Twitter way less now. I'm just like way less on Twitter. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just for um, shit posting at this point.
0: Wow, listen to this. Hold on, this is breaking news. This just happened. Gerald Nadler. Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee had just given remarks at an event when he slumped in his chair and was taken to a hospital for evaluation. Whoa! Mm. It's literally just hit. Speaking of Twitter, it's just hit my feed. Scary stuff.
1: Maybe Anyhow. it's just a, a patio umbrella.
0: <laughs> it actually wasn't. It wasn't Jerry Nadler. It was uh, an umbrella that looked like him. <laughs> I so okay. So um, we should talk about the OnePlus Plus Seven Pro a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which was released last week.
1: Released to Josh's pocket.
0: Yeah. So let me tell you something. So ironically, like a day or two after I got the phone, um, and started setting it up, my my Pixel broke. I can't tell this is a. I mean, honestly, what happened is that speaking of patio umbrellas, a patio. We we have a a patio umbrella here that we just got as our first one ever and we were we have a glass table which it is in the center of and we were using it and there was a strong wind and my phone was on it and in the middle of this strong gust of wind the entire table started the umbrella and the entire table started blowing over and everything went off the table it, <laughs> yeah everything went off the table um Laura caught the table the the actual table with her with her feet like held it with her feet and uh we managed to like get it upright but so I was like kind of forced to like switch phones because I like honestly getting the getting the screen fix on the on the pixel is like $280 or something. I was like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's like, is it worth it? And I got this new phone. I might as well check it out. So here's the deal. Um, the OnePlus 7 Pro is a really fucking good phone. It has some things that are annoying to me because I'm so used to the Pixel. I'm so used to the things that the Pixel gives you that are like special things. Like, the Pixel has call screening. So, like, when I get a fucking weird-ass spam call, the Pixel will literally, like, talk to the person, which is amazing. Like, I miss having that feature. It has, like, this ambient thing that, like, listens for music and will tell you what's playing at all times. I miss that feature. It has weather on the lock screen, which for some reason the OnePlus doesn't have. I miss that. These are, like, small things, but they're things that I miss. Um, The camera and the camera software on the OnePlus. Actually, let me separate those out. The camera on the OnePlus seems to be excellent. The camera software is mediocre. I have a now like pretty much fully working cracked version of Google camera that I installed that I sideloaded. And I have to tell you the results that it produces after I've like fucked with it a little bit, the results it produces are really excellent in some cases better than the pixel. And I wonder like basically like, I mean, here's the reality. Like it seems to be like almost entirely a software issue, right? Like The pixel camera is good because it has really good software. And I think any camera can be as good as that, or not any camera, but a lot of these modern cameras can be as good as that if they have the software. And so like, uh, I am, it's an interesting thing where it's like you you really, you really kind of get into my head is now like, well, if Google were to open source, whatever they're doing with cameras, it would be a game changer for photography you know, cause it's really special and you can see it on like a one-to-one basis. You can see like the detail levels and like the focus and the color and everything is like so dramatically different between the two camera apps. It's really insane. So like long sh- Oh, uh, and one other thing. The screen is fucking amazing. The fact that there's no notch in it is like it's like feeling like somebody was like choking me and now they've like let off their grip, you know, and I can breathe again. Like, honestly, I no longer look down at the phone and feel annoyed every time I'm looking at it. Uh, I will say, I think the motorized front facing camera makes total sense and is totally fine. And like, is actually a good solution for a thing that I rarely use. And so I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's a good, it's very good, especially at the price point yeah anyhow that's my that's my ramble about the (laughs) oneplus 7 pro
1: yeah i I, when you pulled it out the other day i was like wait what wait can i touch (laughs) and i had been at the event so i'd seen it but it really is striking in person yeah
0: it's a very cool phone i mean it's it's extremely slippery um it definitely is like you know we'll Will definitely smash if I don't have a huge case on it. They ship it with a with a plastic case, which I find to be disgusting. It's like one of those like rubbery TPU cases. But for the time being, I'll deal with it. Um overall it's great. It's fine. And and I think that like at that price point, it definitely blows away the competition. And by the way, the actual camera that's on it, it also has like a 3X optical zoom and a wide angle lens. It's a three lens camera system. You can do some actually really cool shit with it. So even using their like built-in uh app there's some interesting things that you're able to do that I think are kind of like create different types of photography that you cannot do with another phone. Um, And so I'm sort of like, I'm not totally hating on their, on their camera software when coupled with the hardware. I just think the Google, if you could like mash those two things together, it would be a fucking amazing Google's doing
1: something with like AI or machine learning on their photos that it's just spectacular.
0: Yeah, it's really it's really impressive. Um and and like honestly like should not be discounted as a as like an innovation that they have um that they have sort of capitalized on or provided or I don't know. Anyhow, so that's that. Anyway. Uh let's see. What else is going on?
1: Um did you hear not a, lot,
0: not a lot happened this week. It's very Memorial Day week style.
1: Really? Julian Assange was charged with conspiracy or uh, espionage yeah. yeah it's not great i mean julian Assange well, sucks know. and i don't want him I mean, to be should, happy he should be he also, should be
0: charged with whatever he he's actually done exactly and I think that's a, like he's definitely um done some things i mean it may not have anything to do with like state secrets i mean julian Assange sucks like I don't want him to go to jail for the wrong thing
1: especially when it affects like when, journalism because it's a it's an issue of like like if you reveal secrets now it's an espionage issue cuz I'm pretty sure yeah, we ever This is like
0: what this is to me is like when weave I uh, remember weave mm-hmm. who's like a, a, a atrocious neo-Nazi um was like arrested and put in jail for like basically like kind of a thing that wasn't really a crime it was like a miss it was like the law sort of misunderstanding like what a what an actual like um computer crime is you know mm. um but then it's like well this guy sucks and i do think he deserves to go to jail um because he's a piece of shit. and you know it's, it's like you got to balance out your feelings about somebody's you know what they're putting into the world and what kind of bad shit that they're doing um versus like the actual letter of the law I don't know. I mean, you shouldn't lock people up for no reason, you know, it's bad no precedent. matter what. I mean, we live in very dark times. I mean, I'm so not concerned with Julian Assange. Yes, I agree. There are press freedom questions, but like we have tons. I mean, there's so much insane stuff going on with the press right now. There's so much weirdness happening with the way this government treats the press. I mean, it is, you know, it's like Nazi era shit, like where you've got like, you know, the press is essentially labeled, I mean, has been literally labeled an enemy of the state by the president of the United except States. For it's an, the,
1: like, except for the, like, nationalist, like, propaganda apparatus yeah, that is Fox News.
0: The one 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 America News Network or something, like, uh, no, I don't know. I mean, it's fucked up, though. Like, yeah, we've never had a situation like this in America, never, never to this degree. So Julian Assange I'm concerned about, but I'm more concerned about, like, the stuff that is so much more cut and dry. Well, How
1: do you feel about um, candidates like Democratic candidates going on Fox News for town halls and stuff? Because that was a big topic of discussion this week where everyone was like screaming either at Pete Buttigieg for going on Fox News or screaming about how he did a great job on Fox News or screaming about the people screaming about Pete Buttigieg on Fox News.
0: I didn't. So I didn't see his. I didn't see his town hall. I have no idea how it went. It was. I mean, um, it, if
1: you're going to go on Fox News, it was a good way to go on because he did call out the network for being a propaganda apparatus with reactionary hosts that do dangerous things. But at the same time, he addressed the fact that many people watch it in good faith, and he doesn't. He was like, "I don't resent anyone, you know, trying to get information or whatever bullshit like to judge, middle of the road stuff." But I, I think it it was effective. It's just. Like if you really think that's true, why are you making the money by appearing on their network?
0: I think Elizabeth Warren made a really good argument about this. I think Fox is an absolutely like despicable and diabolical company that um has has actually like ruined America. I mean, I think that Fox News is like they're essentially war criminals, like the people who run Fox News and should be put in fucking jail. I think that they are um responsible for some of the most i mean
1: just the sheer amount of slander and libel is uh, the
0: the, the insane the, the the amount of destructive misinformation disinformation and lying that goes on on fox news is it feels like it should be punishable by law talking about like press freedom i mean there should be there should be there should be ramifications for people who are who are out and out fucking liars you know, um, they're offensive. They're, um, they're, they're misogynist. They're wildly sexist. The entire channel is designed to, to hate women and to objectify women. Um, the content of Fox news is, is, is unreliable, um, almost like universally. And the people who are on Fox news are reprehensible fucking right wing shills who are puppets of, you know, the alt-right, the right wing and a Republican government that is completely corrupt. So, yeah, I agree that like, why are we why are we letting them um, have, you know, why are we giving them an opportunity to make money off of like Pete Buttigieg going on there and doing a town hall? The the idea, I think, the idea that you can convince the people who watch Fox News to vote for someone other than Trump or some whoever the Republican candidate is, is uh, or whoever Fox News decides is the candidate, is a totally misleading concept, and without any proof um in in reality and so so I, i'm glad that bernie and pete and whoever else want to go on there and they think they can like change some hearts and minds and maybe it was an amazing moment where we could say wow look bernie talked about socialized health care and all the fox news people like you know cheered like all the people in the in the audience for fox news cheered but like but then we to fox of the, and
1: friends and they're like those were all plants we didn't have any control over the audience, and they you know, yeah, Bernie that's right that's right the house I mean fox, and then they just you know fox News they
0: right, Fox News, they hosted it, they they carried it, they put you know, they put their talent on it, but ultimately like you know it, it's it's it is in their best interest to to find ways to, to i mean if there's a moment where Bernie like breaks through like cool, it's not going to change the fox News viewership's mind, it just isn't, and I think it's a really naive and silly concept to, to think that, I mean, one of the big problems with Democrats is they're like, you know, we got to open the doors and open our arms and welcome, you know, whoever. And it's like, there are people who fucking hate you. They hate your way of life. They hate who you are as a person. They hate. Yeah. They're like, you believe we are
1: tent is so big. We made a, a space for Nazis.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, you know, and that's how you get into these, these conversations with, you know, we're, you've got Democrats who are like, well, you know, pro life is a choice, and we have to let people, and it's like, blah, blah. It's like, no, dude, the fucking Democrats' platform is pro choice, and it can't be both both things. And I don't want to fucking water down the progressive, uh, the agenda of progressivism in its truest form. I don't mean like progressivism, like with quotes around it, like that's Joe Biden. I mean like the Democratic Party has been responsible for the most progressive policy in this country in the last hundred years, and that's uh, that's unassailable. There's no other party that's pushed it in the way that the Democratic Party has. You can say what you want about independence and socialists and all this shit, but like the reality is the Democratic Party is the party of progressive thought and progressive change. Um, and, and so like, so, you know, the idea that you're going to go on Fox and somehow change hearts and minds is just bullshit. And so I'm with Warren on this. It's like, don't give them, don't give them don't give them money. Don't give them ammunition. Don't give them the satisfaction that they're being considered a real news source. What should happen is we should shun, I mean, Fox News should be shunned and made, you know, put in a corner and we should point to them and say, this is actually what fake news looks like. This is what bullshit looks like. This is what misinformation, disinformation and lying looks like, and we won't tolerate it. And nobody – I mean nobody but Elizabeth Warren has stood up and said that.
1: Well, Elizabeth Warren once charged for legal services. So if you trust the Washington Post, that makes her a traitor to America. What is this –
0: Sorry, yeah, what is this story? I haven't followed it at all, but is the story that Elizabeth Warren charged people for legal services? So Elizabeth
1: Warren posted on her – website which is filled with all the information in the whole world <laughs> because it's like she's got a plan for every single facet of America. It's this impenetrable death star of policy. Um, but she posted on her website like the court cases she was involved with as a private lawyer and so the Washington Post's big scoop was that she charged like $700 in billable hour, like per hour for billable hours when she was a professor at Harvard and they were like you know it, they provided no context around that, which is like they didn't provide what the going rate for a legal Harvard scholar's legal professional work goes for, and they didn't provide like there is no counterbalance to the information. They basically just like wrote up a piece which was like, Look how much money she made. And it's so weird because she's running against like a fake billionaire who provides nothing and, you know, charges absurd amounts to appear on the apprentice or whatever. Um but they basically the crux of the piece was that like, you know, she charged a lot of money for her legal services and now she wants to be a progressive socialist. And it's like those, Oh, so you think there's problems in society and yet you participate in society kind of like that was the take And it's so fucking annoying and lazy. And like, I just feel like we have such bigger fish to fry. It's like you were saying about the Julian Assange thing. It's like, yeah I guess no lawyer should make seven hundred dollars an hour, but like that's not the problem with america oh, i mean that's
0: not even that's not even the most i mean give me a fucking break i mean that's like are we i mean do we think there's a problem with legal fees? That's just the tip of the iceberg yeah,
1: the fact that you need a private lawyer i mean that and the fact that you need a war chest of money to go to a court case period is the problem. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, like, are we upset that she charged that much money? Because, like, that is not even that expensive for lawyers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I've paid lawyers more, far more than that per hour. I'm not bragging. It's insane. Yeah, I gave a lawyer five hundred
1: dollars like, for a retainer fee at one point. It's like
0: it's not. No, I mean, like, like to, to to do like to do like like when you have lawyers doing like large business deals, the like. the the billing's insane i'm just saying like there's nothing wrong with the fact that she's charged that much like that is relatively normal for i mean a really good lawyer
1: it's just funny too because they just did an episode of the good fight about this last week (laughs) really yeah it's all about like do lawyers charge too much is like the crux of the finale um
0: yeah i mean it's a, it's you know listen it's an amazing industry because what they've done is they've created like something that's so arcane and complex i mean you really do need to know your shit to understand it but it is also like the entire thing is sort of i mean the entire concept is like we've created this arcane language that no one else can understand that has all these weird loopholes and like gotchas and catch-22s and bullshit and like now we all deal in this thing Mm -hmm. like there are easier ways certainly there are more straightforward ways to deal with things but like it's like now we all deal with those things and only us only we can deal with them and therefore like you're gonna need to pay us a lot of money to like solve your problems mm-hmm. they're like it's like oh you want to buy this thing like okay well here's this insane documentation we made around buying it and now only another one of us can like figure out how to like make yeah, it. yeah
1: we built it. you a puzzle and you'll need you'll need a puzzle builder to solve it so
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you need like oh, like or it's like yeah puzzle solver it's like um Yeah, no, it's a it's a scam, but it's a really good scam, and like we all should have definitely gone into being. It's just sort
1: of an insane like mode of attack. Like, is it just to get us to talk about her, or like it's just weird? And like, especially from a journalistic perspective, like the Washington Post has been doing a fairly amazing job, and. the piece itself like doesn't provide any context. And then Mackie Haberman's like mouthing off on Twitter, like, you know, lots of facts about candidates will be reported over the course of an election. And it's like, no, but you wrote up an entire piece about this one number to like scare people. It's just odd to me. The whole thing is super weird. I would love to know how that piece like came together.
0: Um, I bet a lot of men were involved. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. A lot of men. Anyway, Elizabeth Warren (laughs) has her period for money. Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, no, I mean, Elizabeth Warren is like, I mean, honestly, I'm sorry. I mean, she is so qualified to be president and is getting so, I feel like so unfairly shit on by people. It's insane.
1: Yeah. It's just, I I can't believe we learned nothing from 2016. I can't believe like we're still doing everything like,
0: well, I mean, it's never been clear that like this, I mean, what, what I would say is like, you know, people talk about America being a racist country, but like, I've never seen more evidence in the last you know couple of years that America is like the one of the most sexist, like sexist countries. like we are so anti-woman in this country. We are so scared of women. we are so angry about women. we will do anything to take rights away from them. We will do anything to keep them out of power. It is like we have a president who is a fucking absolutely like on record sexual fucking harasser and sexual assaulter who has been accused by like dozens of women, who has paid off women to keep quiet about him having sex with them, who is like an odious person when it comes to the treatment of women, who was accused by his ex-wife of raping her, a very bad man. He's the fucking president. And then it's like the policies that that ex- that stem that extend from this presidency, the people he's put into the Supreme Court, it is all like violently anti-woman, violently anti-women's rights. And like what happened to hillary say what you will about hillary definitely a huge component of it was fucking sexism and anti-woman hate and um that same shit is like very prevalent right now very prevalent on like the early the in the opening strains of the of the of the 2020 campaign that like the the women who are running are um you know almost universally like shit on in a way that the men are not and it's like says all, some really bad stuff about this country and about the people who run it. Um and like it's like I think going back to this Nancy Pelosi thing it's a great example. Um you have a president who like literally seems drunk all the time. And somehow Nancy Pelosi's f- deep fake tape is actually getting play. You know? It's because we want to believe this about women. We want to believe like that they're like an incompetent.
1: Easier thing for regular people to digest that like oh, look, it's another stupid old lady and she's, like, droning on. Fuck her, that bitch. is yeah, much right, more digestible right. than, like, what's going on with the, you know, Chinese tariffs? Like <laughs> It's just not... Right. It's like, oh,
0: is this is, like, it's a deranged schoolmarm, you know, or yeah. whatever. Like, the whole fucking thing is, like, such a...
1: It's like, remember your ex-wife? What if she was yeah, important? It's like, <laughs>
0: like- yeah, it's... Exactly. It's such an odious and, and um, retrograde view of like women it's insane it's actually insane and like i will say i think um <laughs> you know i i i think we need to look at the actual like the underlying stuff here instead of um like we're talking about really surface things like is this tape real but like we need to be talking about like why are we talking about the tape at mm-hmm. all i feel like this is look this week was there's a lot of stuff that happened but not that much stuff that happened oh 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 one other thing teresa may is stepping down in the uk oh yeah
1: okay. so
0: UK is a complete shit show. Oh, we didn't talk about this Harry Tubman thing, which I think is, you know, I don't even want to, I can't even get into it. I mean, I, we could talk about it. Whatever. They're like, they're postponing. Can we just talk about the Harry Tubman thing? They're postponing, they're going to put Harry Tubman on the $20 bill. This is something that Obama signed into law. Um, it was going to happen in 2020. And now. The Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, who is a complete scumbag, has pushed it off till 2026. And apparently, the in the inside gossip is that like he wanted to, and maybe this is like good on him in some way. He wanted to push it off till after Trump was definitely not in office because he thought that Trump would have like a complete meltdown over it. Which is just like, why
1: are we babysitting the most powerful person in the world? Why are we like tiptoeing around his feelings? Like, I can't take this anymore.
0: Yeah, you know, no, he's like, and and I mean, he'll get upset,
1: know. and he'll try to stay up late, and he'll like shit himself in his diaper. It's like, uh, who cares? Yeah, it's it's like, like, he's a toddler. Like, he's
0: like, they're like, they're like, they're like. He described Tubman as fantastic. It's like, um, you can't really print that. Like, you can't print that Donald Trump said somebody is fantastic because it's like he says things that have no meaning. That's a thing that has no meaning. That doesn't he mean loves anything. Like, calling, he'll call anything. Sorry, good calling master. Harriet, calling Harriet Tubman fantastic <laughs> is like a non that's a non-content there's no content remember in when statement. he said frederick a, douglas
1: was being recognized by more and more people yeah more yeah more <laughs> and more people you know but but
0: but also his favorite president is andrew jackson who's a fuck it was a fucking slave owner um and you know that's who's on the 20 bill now so it's like very fitting very just, fitting it's it's just uh, the, it's just crazy the white supremacy that flows from donald trump's like whole you know, the atmosphere of his entire existence is so blatant and obvious and like rancid. And like anybody who supports him, who's not like, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's definitely a racist is so, so lying to themselves. It's insane. I I just,
1: I can't believe we're like putting off changes to the most significant, like government document because he'll get upset about the design. Like we're so, the world is so
0: fucked. It truly is a hell world. So we should definitely do nice things now.
1: Yeah, let's talk about nice things then. Speaking of hell world, um, I've been watching Chernobyl on HBO and um, it's horrifying. Uh, I have like two things that I'm really, really scared of in the world. Uh, Like two things that really like will devastate and upset me. Like I can't watch them on TV. Um, One of which is parasites. I don't like parasites. The whole idea of it freaks me out a lot. It really upsets me. Um, And the other is radiation because there's like no way to control it or like know if you've been radiated, I guess, or whatever. Like if you've been irradiated, there's no way to know. Um, And something about that like really freaks me out. The idea of like my body dying while I'm in it, it slowly is just horrifying. I also grew up in a town when I was a child with a nuclear power plant. So that might be part of it. Um, so I've been watching Chernobyl and, you know, I watched it, I was like super baked and I was like, Oh, this whole thing's a metaphor for Trump. (laughs) And, um, it, I don't know. It's really good. Uh, it's really horrifying. I definitely have to watch between my fingers most of the time. Um, and it's a little weird because like everybody has a British accent because it was like co-produced with sky or something. Um. So you're like, all these Russian people have a British accent, but it also makes it more, I guess there's, like, a xenophobic part of everybody's brain where once something is related to, like, an aesthetic or an accent, you sort of, like, like once, like, that place is described in your head as being something, it's hard to, like, break out and see it for like a universal human experience. So like whenever we've grown up with like Russian accents, meaning bad guys and like spies and evil, like in our media, like every time like Boris and like Natasha or whatever pop up, or even on the Americans, it, 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 it which was a show, which was about like how Russia and America are not that different. Um, you know, you hear these, these accents and you're like, oh wow, something horrible is about to happen. Um, and that's a really like shitty part of your brain because with this whole story and these people recontextualized through like British actors, um, it sort of creates a situation where this is about like the, universal universality of like human behavior and our like capacity to lie to ourselves so i don't know i really like it i think like you know hbo might, might not have game of thrones anymore but they have chernobyl and barry and those are pretty good yeah um so, well, so that's number they're one good
0: but i mean you know barry gets about half a million viewers i like barry a lot it's really fucking good but um <laughs> nobody's watching those shows
1: <laughs> like <laughs> i also thought while i was watching chernobyl like the real housewives of new york is a better show than this
0: (laughs) i I, i'm like i've like i've like i'm like like, i've considered watching chernobyl but i'm like this looks so fucking depressing you know i have a limit it's so i have a limit it's like it's like it doesn't look like there's you're gonna be able to get like any kind of like there's not gonna be any like uh let up on the depression of chernobyl so i don't know man like we live in america and it's 2019 like look the fuck around you know there's a how much depression can one person handle
1: I don't know. I, I I really liked that the way that it was dissecting human behavior for me because I find myself wondering like why would someone do this completely irrational, like self-destructive thing? And when you see like the thought process that leads up to it, it doesn't solve it, but it does like give you an understanding, which again is the reason that I love Real Housewives, because it's all about like, you know, people's psychotic behavior and like the weird ways we like delude ourselves. Um, so there's that. The other nice things that I have are um I saw the like clips from the new live-action Aladdin, which looks horrible, um, and Aladdin's my favorite Disney movie, uh, and it looks so bad. Oh, yeah. No, Ala- uh, Aladdin
0: is going to be the... F- I believe Aladdin will be the first true like Disney bomb in
1: a long time. It looks so bad, and it's so depressing because it could be such a good movie, and Will Smith is so horribly miscast, um, but it drove me to like watch a bunch of action scenes and like, large group musical numbers from movies past on YouTube, which was actually, like, really fun. And I don't know if there's just something about, like, choreography, which is the thing that ties the two together, but when done in a really realistic way, uh, it it's, like, really beautiful, and there's something about, like, either both fight choreography but also, like, you know, in, in a big musical number, there's something about, like, the way that the body expresses itself without words that, uh, I don't know, it was just really fascinating and I didn't realize how hard it was to do because so many people like work really hard on those things all the time in Hollywood. Um, I didn't kind of realize how hard it was to do until I saw how badly Aladdin did it <laughs> <laughs> and so it really recontextualized and gave me like a, a, an appreciation for how hard it is to pull off a giant crowd scene of choreography, so I don't know. I was doing that on um, YouTube and then the last thing was I went um, out to Long Island to see my family over the weekend, and um, everyone in my family is leans conservative, but my grandparents are like hardcore um antifa, mm, <laughs> and uh, it was so refreshing. You just happen? need to find one. You just need to find one person at a party and have like them to cling on to, and it was wonderful. So, oh, wow. just shout out to Grandma. Wow.
0: Um, I think I only really have one nice thing, which is um, this game State of Mind uh which i definitely slept on it was released a- at the end of 2018 it is available for the switch it is like graphically really impressive on the switch it's a um like full like you know not open world but like you know sort of like full like exploratory like 3d game where you play i don't I'm not that far into it but you play as a i don't know there's like you play as two different characters there's like some some stuff going on with like memory loss and sort of like reality and like I don't know it's 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 definitely the storyline is really intriguing the world that it creates is really intriguing um it's not like super realistic graphics like it's not like you know uh days gone or something but it's a really interesting game and I have to say for the switch like I felt like very impressive and um, I, I had never heard of it I saw somebody tweet about it just super randomly and I went to check it out and I was like oh this seems cool and I have to say like I think it's a pretty interesting um Game And I've been looking for a game that has a little bit more meat on its bones than, like, a lot of the games I'm playing on my Switch, which are, like, side-scrollers or just, like, very arcade-ish kind of games or, like, platform games. So, anyhow, I don't know. That seems really cool. Uh, And I think that's it. I don't
1: think I have any other. I bought Wonder Boy, um, (sighs) the Wonder Boy remake. I was so into Wonder
0: Boy for the Master System when I was younger. Anyhow. Go well, on.
1: they did a remake with like full animation by animators and it's really stunning. And that like level of character detail and like the way that they use keyframes. It it it's really beautiful. And you there's a like a button you can press that puts it either in the original like eight bit graphics, but then you can hit a button and like the animators work can over like will go over it in like, while you're playing, and it's really cool, and, like, I, I, there's a video on YouTube by on a channel called Video Game Animation Study all about the way that it's animated, and it, 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 I don't know, It there's something cool about, like, taking something that clearly worked and just sort of, like, adding more art to it. I don't know, I really liked it. Mm. I think it's, like, the way you should remake a game, mm. and it, because you get the original there if you want it, and someone else's art is just, like, additional to it. I don't know. It it was good. Do you think... Um, are you excited for the Final Fantasy VII remake? Yeah, I'm, like, super pumped. I loved Final Fantasy VII. It was like I was addicted to it because my cousin told me it was cool, and so I got super into it when I was a kid. Um, and then I found out that it was also a very good game. Um, and it has been, like, not remade and not re-released much. And it, when it originally came out, it was on the PlayStation 1, and it took, like two cds so it's not like an easy like i have a playstation classic and you have to do like the like hack to switch cd roms and like so to have like a really nice updated version of it i'm excited about but it it also with remaking games i I have a little bit of pause when they It gives me pause when a video game is remade or remastered and it's completely new work presented as if it's the old work, because the old work was something that someone worked really hard on and was like an achievement and it was their artistic statement. And to do something that's like kind of the same thing, but with all new artwork, it. And then acting like it's the same thing kind of bothers me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it, 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 it's like if you used that 90s remake of Psycho, that shot for shot remake of Psycho, and you were like, this is Psycho. Like, no, no, it's not. It's like a it's like a weird remake that's shot for shot copy, but it's not the original piece of art. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like Why it bothers yeah. me. Yeah. And and so I don't know if I totally like how they're releasing it, but I'm also like super pumped because I love the game. So we'll see. Interesting.
0: All right. Well, look, I got to go. I got to start my Memorial Day weekend. So let's wrap this motherfucker up.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know I was getting one. Yeah, I'm, look at that! Congratulations,
0: you're ready to you're ready to get <laughs> get your tan going. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just been informed that your family is going on Fox News. It's not to bring people together.